It's been over a year now since In The Key Of Q launched. In our archive, you can find over 50 interviews of queer musicians from around the world and hear their music from rap Unaware of my proclivities to self-sabotage to country soul and rock. These episodes are available on the main feed. You can access them via the website at inthekeyofq.com or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. This is Dan here. Thanks for downloading this episode. If you've listened to more than 10 episodes of the series this year, please consider financially supporting the podcast over at patreon.com slash inthekeyofq. You are genuinely helping to keep the series in production and more importantly, to give a space for queer voices to be heard. In this episode, my guest talks about growing up in the small German town of Heidelberg and how its normalcy suffocated him. He speaks about the pain when trust is broken and how Berlin and Britney Spears inspired the musician he's become today. Share your thoughts about today's episode on social media using the hashtag queer music or email me direct on podcast at inthekeyofq.com. And if you have a moment, please do subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast provider. All that's left for me to say is enjoy the episode. I don't like labeling myself or labeling anything. That's why I use always the, the term queer because it's widely used. You can use it in so many ways. Hello, I'm Dan Hall. When I grew up, I almost never heard pop songs where openly queer men sang about their truths, and it made me feel invisible. But there were occasional heroes like Jimmy Somerville, Mark Almond, and Andy Bell. But in the tsunami of 1980s heteronormative pop, I felt silenced. But these days, there are plenty of songs where I can hear openly queer men singing their truths. And this podcast is all about finding and sharing this music and speaking with the musicians who create it. Music helps us feel connected, feel heard, and know that we are not alone on our queer journey. You're listening to In The Key Of Q. This week, I cross over from South London to the European mainland and the German capital city of Berlin. My guest has been releasing singles since 2019, including Disco Punk, Top Dog, and the 2021 single Glammed Up. As a 1980s music fan, I love his retro pads and the hint of soft cell type sleaze in his sound. A big guten tag to Neon. Neon, hello. Hello, Dan, how are you? You enter the room and to see me straight. I wear absurd and offensive while the music starts to play. While the music starts to play. You just expect joy and a hell of a night. I'm gonna entertain you, baby. What the fuck that's on my mind? What the fuck that's on my mind? I will give you everything, everything but the normal. Stop being uptight, my invitation's not formal, just not formal. I want you to dance to my disco beats while you listen to how my heart bleeds. Cause I'm a disco punk, yeah. Cause I'm a disco punk. I want you to rock to my dance beats while you listen to how my mind bleeds. Cause I'm a disco I grew up in the southwest, like an hour south of Frankfurt. Everybody, every time I felt like I have to fit in somehow and everybody was having this normal life saying, hey, you got to study, you got to do high school, you got to study afterwards at university, then you have a job, buy a house, start a family and so on and so on. And I'm just like, no, that's not me. I want to be on stage. 
in Germany, there's a television channel that plays like on New Year's Eve and I think on an, on some other holidays, like only concerts for the whole day of all these different kinds of artists. And I remember watching the Onyx Hotel tour live from Miami where Britney was in this black latex um, cat suit and making out in like um, burlesque outfits on stage with a guy to her music. And I was like 10 or 11 years old and it was cool. And I was like, wow, she's a showgirl. Look at all of that amazing stuff that she does. Look at that energy that she has in her eyes and her moves. It made me go like, I want to be on that stage. Heidelberg is a, is a very posh city. It's, it's not as big as like, I think 130,000 people and people are like very more rich. They like to be um, cultivated. They are kind of like proud of living in Heidelberg. But for me, this was kind of like too normal somehow. When you're teenagers, you want to be cool, right? Everybody wants to be cool. And so you try to fit in into, because everybody's, everybody's saying like, I, I am different. But if you look at them, they're not different, right? It's just, and, it, and if you're actually different, then they're like, what's wrong with you? So there was a, a time back then in high school, I think I was like 13 years old and I was listening to this, um, to some music that wasn't cool for guys to listen to. I don't even remember what it was. And then I told that a friend of mine who was actually a good friend and then um, he would tell somebody else like in front of me and they started laughing at it and it was like, well, it's just what I like. And, but if you're insecure, you don't know how to react. I, w I wasn't that confident back then saying, um, so what's the problem? Why are you laughing? I, I remember I, I stopped telling people what I listened to if I thought this was not, not something that the cool kids would listen to. I kind of adapted to um, putting myself back or my true self back and putting that in a box. And the more time passed by, it the box got fuller, the box got more closed. I was like on my own. Suppressing these, uh, suppressing yourself is not a good idea. I mean, I've tried it a little, not as much as other people probably have. And I, um, I'm, I feel very sad for those people because they, they don't have like a surrounding or they don't have anyone, um, around them encouraging them and that's what i want to do i want to help them i want to tell them hey it's okay i want you to dance to my disco beats while you listen to how my heart bleeds because i'm a disco punk yeah because i'm a disco punk. by being an openly queer musician putting openly queer music out there there could be any number of frightened people and by frightened people i don't mean people who are teenagers or kids there could be frightened 65 year olds who still feel an element of shame and embarrassment about their identity and your music helps give them a sense of belonging. That, that's the, the greatest gift anyone could ever give to me. Because if somebody says, hey, you empower me with your music, with your art, with your heart, with your thoughts and mind to be myself, this would be the greatest gift to me in the whole world of all time. I'm 
like labeling myself or labeling anything that's why i use always the the term queer because it's so why widely um widely used you can use it in so many ways i mean i like embracing myself and i like embracing um like my identity and it when, when i look at it now it's kind of like giving me lots of strength because i like to put on an act i like to put on a show i like to dress up i'm Dying my, I'm actually blonde. I don't know if 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 that's known to anyone. So, um, I'm dying my hair black. I, I wear eyeliner. I like to wear these these fishnet shirts, and it just gives me a sort of confidence. And I think what what I like so much about it is that it, I'm in control of who how I want to be perceived. So when you wake up in the morning, do you wake up as your your birth name, so to speak, and then you put the eyeliner on and you put whatever the outfit is on, and then you feel actually like you are being born into your more true self, neon. Whenever I get up, I I put that eyeliner on. I put um, the, a lot of hairspray in my hair. That kind of helps me. And this is kind of like, I try to be neon all the time. And if you could describe Neon, who would he be? He would probably be a mixture of all my favorite musicians. I loved David Bowie. He's amazing. Um, he is. He is Madonna, of course. All these queer people like Freddie Mercury, um, Adam Lambert. Wow. Have you ever had a chance to listen to the soft set album non-stop erotic cabaret no actually not it's fantastic i think you would really really like it really yeah the whole album is set in early 80s slightly sleazy london soho um everything's a bit run down lots of neon kind of a rainy <sighs> night and sex workers and and drugs and just it's the album that the famous soft cell Tainted Love is from. You know, their cover oh, version. So the yeah. whole album feels like that. Oh my God. It's beautiful. It's probably one of my top five favorite albums. How could I have missed that album? And there's a song on it at the end called Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, which is, I think, a sublime piece of recording. It's amazing. I'm already starstruck from you just describing <laughs> the whole album. <laughs> I really want to listen to it now. We need a time out. Life is complicated. Our sex has been good. Our minds are outdated. Let's take vacation. Berlin underground. Undressed in temptation. The world of disco sound. Free yourself. Shake all that shit away. And take a deep breath. 
I have a brother who's five years older than me. So in the early 80s, even though I was sort of like eight, nine, my brother was already filling the house with music and he was listening to things like Soft Cell. And a lot of artists in the UK were obsessed with Berlin. That is my image of Berlin, of just being this gorgeous, sort of neo-punk, cold, icy, sexy place. And maybe that's why I've never gone to Berlin, because I don't want to be let down. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually can tell you, it's, 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 a, it's a very good description of the city. Like, because people are so laid back. And there's also like a hotel in, in Schöneberg, which is like famous for its... Um, for its gay history, um, there's a hotel where people just send around their room numbers on Grindr. Blimey. Yeah, it's very, very, very anonymous. And I love it. And for me, German music has been so hugely influential on music that I grew up with and loved because, of course, people like Kraftwerk were a massive influence on the synth music scene here in the UK. Yes. And you had, I still love Kraftwerk. I think, I think Autobahn is one of the most outstanding albums. That's again, probably another one of my top five albums ever. I love it. That's that sense of creating an album. That's just an atmosphere is beautiful. German music right now has its kind of own community and it's not as widely known as it used to be when i look back at uh nina with its with her 99 red balloons when i look at look back at Falco, who was from austria but still singing in german i don't know if you've ever heard of a song by a group called mobiles and the song is called drowning in berlin i love it i love the song and it's it's that again that icy synth and that slightly creep like a creepy november evening and the band, as far as I know, have nothing to do with Germany. I think they're from Eastbourne on the south coast of England. <laughs> but it's, it's wonderful. Wow. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Burkhain or the, the, um, the Kit Kat Club? Or... I've definitely heard of the Kit Kat Club. Definitely? I, well, yeah, because I love cabaret. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, well nowadays this, this club is um, kind of like they have this fetish nights where you just go in naked and dance all night long and do whatever you want. And also Burkheim, you're not even allowed to take pictures inside of them. And it's known as the hardest front door in the whole world where people queue up for two hours or even longer and then they get rejected. No, I would be so pissed off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, is, there any way, is there any way you can guarantee you wouldn't get rejected? Well, you just have to pretend you're not a tourist. Something I love about London is the anonymity here. And, and I think that's also a frightening thing because you can be everything and no one need ever find out. And I think my scare about coming to Berlin is that I might never want to leave. Ah, uh, yeah, I can, I can see that. It's, it's very anonymous here as well. So you would, you would have the same feeling. But yeah, well, if, if people either like it or they hate it. But it seems like you would love it. I think so. I think I'd be like a spider in the web. Yeah, probably. Take a deep breath, off the
What was it, Neon, then, that uh, made you leave home, leave your hometown and go to Berlin? I always wanted to move to America. And I was in America for six months in 2016 for an internship that I did as part of my study program back then. And I fell in love with New York City. But then, like, this guy that I don't want to name was elected as president, um, which made me kind of like worry what I still wanted to move there. And then I decided to go to Berlin because it was big, it was easier and it was closer and cheaper. You could do whatever you want. You can meet whoever you want. You can only care of the things that you want to care about. Because for me in in villages, um, this is what would I have experiences that people like to talk about each other. Um, and I don't like that. I really don't like that. For me, this is energy that I don't want to waste or time that I don't want to waste. I just want to do whatever I want. I want to hang out with cool people and just create, have a good time, enjoy life and make the best out of it. I'm not that type of guy who wants to just get in other people's pants um, every now and then. I just like to have a connection with people because I think this is so, so, so intense and so, so exciting to, to build these connections. And when, when you're trying to build a connection and then you realize in the end, oh, they just wanted to get into your pants. And when they made it, they ghost you, right? And then you're like, wow, I should have seen that coming. I don't know what the actual, the right word for this, but if you're attracted to someone and you kind of like have this, we say in German, a red rose, um, have you wear some red rose glasses? Yeah, the equivalent in English would probably be rose tinted spectacles, which means you look at things overly optimistically, overly idealistically. Yeah, it's because when, when, when you have these, these, these glasses on and you just see the good things, right? But I think there's nothing wrong with wearing rose-tinted glasses. I'm very similar. And I would rather go through life being disappointed, maybe a little bit more often, and approach, you know, approach situations with a with a positive angle. Because what's the alternative? That we that we're just miserable? Yeah. I think be proud of your rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah, well, um I, I I would love to have some. Probably I should get some. I 
think perfection is such an interesting topic and it's I'm a perfectionist somehow and I love for example the movie Black Swan with Natalie Portman because it it's just stages this whole idea of perfection and insanity so well and I kind of like saw myself in it a little not as crazy as that but when when we look at what's what perfectionist because I have a hard time saying okay I'm done with that song now it's good no I'm like oh I have to change this I have to change this and I have to change this and I always have to ask people saying hey is it good now is it good enough now what queer artists are you listening to at the moment I well not recently but I've I think like a few months ago I discovered an American singer songwriter called Michael Medrano I don't know if you've heard of him. I haven't. Michael Medrano. Yes. Okay. It was it was actually um, suggested on my Spotify Discover Weekly playlist. This one song, and I was listening to it nonstop. And when I say nonstop, I mean nonstop. I think it has been this year the song that I've listened to the most, probably five hundred times. Um, it's a song called Sugar, and the song is just a mood. It's amazing. It's about this anonymous sex and it's very catchy. It's very funky. It's very positive. It's very lightly written. It's amazing. He is amazing. I've got one wish. Love me with your heart and be true. Talk more Victor Namur. Drag me with your love. Talk more Victor Namur. Drag me with your love. Talk more Victor Namur. Drag me with your love. Talk more Victor Namur. Now, Neon, what do you think your 15-year-old self would think of you and think of the man that you've become? He would probably think, wow, how did he do that? I always felt like in a bubble where it's hard to break out from. Um, and I, I don't want to sound cocky or like arrogant saying, hey, wow, it's, it's so cool what he has become. It's been hard work. It's been... Um, it's been painful of course it's uh -huh. been painful and um we all have these pains that we have to go through and the the more we actually are brave and actually face our pains the stronger we get from that and i can only encourage that to everyone get yourself around your pains uh, and deal with them trying to find out what causes you the pain and what you can do to make it go away to let it go even if you need help if you need a therapist or whatever if you are just a good friend listening to you and saying, hey, everything's going to be all right. If that helps you, go for it. And Neon, where can people find you online if they want to know more about you? They can find me on my Instagram where I'm probably the most active at. So um, you could just go on Instagram at I'm Neon. So it's I-M-N-E-Y-O-N. And of course, Facebook and so on and Spotify and or whatever, whatever music 
streaming service you're using, just look for Neon and then you'll find me. Now, throughout this episode, Neon, we've been playing clips of your music. But if there was one song that would act as the perfect gateway into your back catalogue, a brilliant way to introduce audiences to your music, what would that song be and why? It would be probably um, Glammed Up, which is my latest single, because I feel like it's uh, it's a song where you, which defines so much of myself. Like I said, I try to put on some some makeup, some eyeliners. I try to dress up, and this is what the song's about. And kind of like, I, I I was a little scared of what people would think of the lyrics of the song because it's very, very outgoing, very extravagant very proud of being yourself or being myself but in the end it's just the glam that helps me to be like this and if it can help you if it can help me no then it can help you too right so just go for it put on your eyeliners put on your hairspray dress up and just have a drink and have fun because that's what life should all be about gotta put that black liner on my eyes some glitter to my face to make me shine I'll have a glass or two of sparkly wine While sultry beats pump me up for the night I am ready, I am ready I'm gonna slay cause my luck is fire I am ready, I am ready I might let you touch but you gotta try I'm Cause I glammed up, it looks like an effort But it's not, I dressed up Critically acclaimed, please don't stop I'm gonna rock, take a glance You'll be starstruck Paparazzi, where are you? I'm on the spot and glammed up too Thank you so much for being our first Berlin guest ever here on In The Key Of Q. It's been really lovely to hear your stories and to share your music. Thank you very much for having me. And I feel very honored to be the first Berlin or German one here. Many thanks for listening to this episode with Neon. Remember to listen to him on the usual streaming platforms under the name of Neon, spelt N-E-Y-O-N. And keep up to date with what he's up to on social media. We have exclusive content over at patreon.com slash in the key of Q. And there you can join other listeners by supporting the show's production costs for as little as five US dollars a month. Tell me what you thought about today's episode with Neon. The pods on social media at in the key of Q or email me direct on podcast at in the key of Q.com. Remembering, of course, to use the hashtag queer music. Rate and review the show on your podcast provider too. It really, really helps. Our theme tune is by Paul Lee and at unstoppablemonsters.com. Thanks to Paul Smith, our PR guru, and digital brand manager, Olivier Name. And thanks also to Kaja and Kantha and Murray Lang for their support in making this episode. The show is presented and produced as ever by me, Dan Hall, and made at Puff Media Consultancy. I'll see you next Tuesday. I'm on the spot and glammed up too